Welcome back to the 80s. Hair was teased, the internet wasn't a thing, and phones had cords and were mounted to the wall. Join us as two old men and a Gen Z review our favorite horrible cheesy movies from the decade that brought you Breakdancing, Max Headroom, and New Coke. Welcome back to 80s Cheese Jeez. Movie Review. Hey, Law and her backup dancers. Law and her backup dancers. <laughs> I realized just uh, just as I was... Hey, hey, you know, you know it, what, it, what is it with the women in your family? Here, I'm a backup dancer. On the other cast, it's Captain Bubbles, and I'm part of her crew. Oh, you don't have to try living with them. Like, <laughs> We're horrible. It's, it's terrible. Horrible. You take a backseat to everybody. I am red shirt dad number one. <laughs> If I was listed in the credits. <laughs> All right. That's not. And then we have dad number two and dad when he's angry and then dad when he's hungry. Yeah. Like no, there's four different ones. It's not. It's it's not fun. All right. Let me just say living with them is an experience in and of itself. I also uh, noticed that as I reviewed the uh, audio after I posted it, uh, I gave the wrong email address for our show. <gasps> I know. I, uh, I that's said it. Kind of goofy. Yeah. I said it. Re- I know. I said it wrong. So goofy. So right now, I will suggest to you, and I should change the outro so it's right and always in the outro. But I haven't done that yet. Uh, it's eighties eight zero s eighties cheese movie review at gmail dot com. Not eighties cheesy. So eighties cheese as in singular. Movie slice. Yeah, 80s cheese movie review at gmail.com. If you guys want to talk. An, an individual what? slice of American cheese product. Cheese, exactly. We haven't gotten product. to like five minutes of the thing. We're already going out topic. No, it's not. It's it's completely on topic. Uh, hey, but, you're the one who wanted to start with email. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we're not starting so with email. <laughs> no. The problem is she can see there's emails sitting in the box. <laughs> so. Like, yeah. <laughs> However, this time out on 80s Cheese Movie Review at gmail.com, what we're going to do is start with the 1986 smash hit. Let me say, was it a smash hit? Oh, yeah. No, it did really well. I mean, it was was relatively inexpensive to make. And it was... I mean, mean, quality-wise, I'm shocked to say you can see that it did not take a whole lot of money to make. Yeah, it was kind of a B-movie, and nobody really... But it had... Smalley was not a B-movie. It had two giant stars in it uh, at the time, which was Ali Sheedy just coming fresh off Breakfast Club in 1985, and the 80s magnet of Steve Gutenberg. Um, it, it also featured many, uh, of the other familiar, like, I don't know whether they were a package deal, but, you know, G.W. Bailey, who, who played, um, in Police Academy with Steve Gutenberg. He was um, the one who was Captain Harris. And yes, then, he like, was Captain Schroeder Harris. Here. Absolutely. All which, I could, they, uh, they, which was one scrotum joke away for every time <laughs> they said it in the entire movie. Exactly. <laughs> scrotum. Scrotum. <laughs> What's the difference? Same thing. Um. I mean, like, all I can see, every time I see that man's face, all I do is go, Tackleberry! Because <laughs> um, I married Tackleberry, you know? Like, it's, like, it's... No, you married Tackleberry's sister. Yeah, exactly. One of the Tackleberry clan, uh, for sure. It's... 
But every time I see him, that's what I think of. But And he had the same lines. Like, they could have just taken the... He didn't have to learn anything. He had the same lines from Police Academy. Move it! Move it! Move it! You know, like, he he did the same thing. Merge! Merge! <laughs> Ever since you said that's what you yell in the car, Jake, that's all she does. Like, we'll be in the car. It doesn't matter whether they need to merge or not. If a Law's annoyed... Merge! If Law's annoyed at another vehicle, she'll just scream, Merge! Unseen... <laughs> Okay, there's a little bit of history. This is a very, very brief story, I promise. I Now, I, I will not say that this goes for my level of intelligence or moral fortitude, but I did drive around for work for a couple of years without a valid driver's license. Oopsies. So, Oopsies. So, um, I learned I, what it basically the result of that is, is I drive like a wuss in the right-hand lane. <laughs> so... When people do not know the rules of merging properly, it really bugs me. <laughs> like, really bugs me. Because because I'm the one who's there. I'm, I am a right lane driver. Yeah, so me too, I, most of the time. I, yeah. I, no. so, so if they're not merging properly, I'm the one who's dealing with it. So, yes, I have been known to scream merge with a lot of four-letter expletives that I won't share with your daughter. With some fun words. <laughs> Well, the the uh, it has taken heart in in Law's little brain, and so that she, no matter whether they Actually, need to merge or lot, yeah, uh, she or, or not, she will scream merge at somebody she is she is annoyed well, with. Well, you don't scream merge because I have to keep throwing merge hearts at you just to stop no, screaming I, at the cars. I said go. Normally, mine is go. We all could have made it past the light, but no. Oh my God! It's like we all could have made that. <laughs> We're not even moving now. Yeah, no, I, I get annoyed. But, uh, so, Steve Gutenberg, G.W. Bailey, and my girl, Ali Sheedy, who, uh, Kayla looked at her, and, and she's like, eh, this seems sort of familiar. I'm like, she was in Breakfast Club, which is one of Law's favorite movies. Law loves Breakfast Club. She was the emo girl. She was the emo chick, exactly. And, you know, and Law didn't really see it until Ali Sheedy was sad and crying, and then she goes, oh, there she is. <laughs> like, yep, there it is. Well, I, I am trying to give Ali Sheedy, who I've seen in other movies, act very, very well credit for this and, and saying that the writing for her dialogue was just terrible. It was. This was like the worst version of Improv Night, um, and she just went with it. I, look, it was a superior performance from her, but I don't think the... The, I mean, if you look at the dialogue in this, it, they all they gave all the lines to Johnny Five, who immediately upon seeing him, like especially his head and his eyes and everything, Kayla goes, "It's Wally." Can from, we just talk oh, about oh, how it, it is. Wally it is. was based off of this? So I call Five Schmally. Yeah, because it's Wally only a well, short circuit. See, see that uh, that though timing wise, that really is the other way around. Wally is in fact an amalgam of Johnny Five, not exactly. The other way around. Yeah, they just made Johnny Five a box instead of you know a a, a tall robot or whatever because it's it's basically him. Yeah, so the way his Charlie. eyes work, the way his head works, the way his tracks and work. Every every other like little bot from one to four is called Molly, Polly, <laughs> Tommy, and then you had you had all crap. five. I don't know. I remember what you named all. Yeah, Schmally. And then I had. Not Larry Curley and Mo. <laughs> she doesn't I mean, even they... know who the Three Stooges are. She uh, no. she caught the joke. I, re- I don't remember the single one. 
she caught the joke when they started acting, oh, like those guys they saw on TV. And I'm like, the Three Stooges. Yeah, the three guys. The, the Three Stooges <laughs> law. Who? Who? <laughs> like, exactly. We'll just, we'll just skip that. It's fine. Why is his haircut like that? That's Mo. He looks weird. I laughed so hard at his haircut. His barber did him dirty. <laughs> his mom didn't do him dirty. He was a grown man. That was a that thing. That was called a bowl cut. It was a bowl. It was an acceptable so way of having your bad. hair cut at that point in time. It's like your mom popped the bowl in your head. And just That's exactly where it comes from. Because That's in the Great Depression, yeah, in the Great Depression, they didn't have barbers available. They couldn't pay for that. So. What they would do is your mom would literally stick a bowl on your head and cut all the way around, and it was called a bowl cut. E- yeah. No, it wasn't it was a good the time. the ugliest freaking haircut I've ever seen. There's still kids in my school that have that, and it's so bad. Yeah, it's coming back. I would give it a zero, but I can't do that, so I give it a one. Yeah, it's, it's especially 90s flared mom jeans are now coming back, oh, yeah, which you guys enjoy that. I, I have de- some of those. I had to deal with that oh, in high school. You want to, if you want to talk about hairstyles that are coming back, the mullet is making a return. Yeah, well, Shannon has one right now, but not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was thinking uh, 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 blonde douchey boyfriend in, the, in his Camaro. Uh, no, that was a that was a... Trans Am, I think. No, it was a Firebird because he had a Pontiac Firebird. Um, That's right. Uh, Chilton's manual or Haynes manual. Who? Um, okay, what? so the boyfriend Frankie came over in the in the flashy red car, mm-hmm. right? And then Johnny Five disassembled it. I was like, what was that? She was screaming when he disassembled. She's like, yeah, Smalley, She was and she almost justice for Smalley. <laughs> She was so happy. And then I'm like, wow, that is a perfectly... And then we had paused it. Stephanie did the same thing. Yeah, Stephanie said the same kind of thing. Like, the same inflections, the same everything. And she was channeling 13-year-old girl. And it was... (laughs) And I'm just looking at that scene going, oh, my God, that's a perfectly good 1969 firebird please please well hey you know it's not like he lost so much as a single bolt that car will go back together no it won't he shot the drive shaft okay um i forgot about that part because but that's only because the guy tried to beat him to death with the drive shaft and and he he had at least when i'm guessing now that's oregon so i'm guessing he had more than a 270 i'm gonna say that's probably a 300 win mag that he had that bolt, that bolt action, which would not have been stopped by a brake disc. I'm just sorry, it's just not happening. Don't don't say that, Dad. But, but, but with key. that said, until the other guy started trying to attack, up uh, jeez, I even was about to call him Wally. No, it's Smalley. <laughs> call him Smalley. Johnny until, Five. Until no. that guy was attacked Johnny Five. That, that that. Even though disassembled, that car was in pristine uh, condition. It was in flawless condition. I mean, he he scratched nothing inside of ten minutes, five minutes even. I don't so, care what you think his name is. His name is Schmally. It will forever always be Schmally. So the car would have got. You're huh. right. If he if he'd if he did not attack Stephanie and not attacked Johnny, the car would have gone back together. It would have taken him a couple of weeks, but he could have got it back together because all the parts were there. However, I bet if he had apologized and been a nice person, jeez, uh, I almost did it again. I almost it's Wally again. <laughs> Wally would have put it back together for him. Exactly. I think he would have. He'd have been fine with that. It would have been fine. He'd say, hey, man, I'm sorry. Wow, that's a neat trick. Can you put it back together, too? But Smalley is Wally's ancestor. It is. Quite literally, because the inspiration Shmally. from Wally kind of came from Johnny Five. Oh. 
It did. Maybe Smalley. It, it, no, no it, it's literally Shmoley. not. Call him Smalley. I cannot do that. I've seen hey, hey, all oh, the shirt okay, circuits. Give, give Johnny Five the respect and autonomy he, he wanted. He chose his, his own name at he the end. He chose his and name. And so I'm teaching it. I'm it's sorry. I'm, teaching it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Johnny Marks. I did not recognize it, but did you recognize the sound from his laser? No. It was the same sound effect because it was produced in the same sound effect house as the uh, proton packs from Ghostbusters powering up. You're right. Yeah. Because you can hear it in your head and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. It, yeah. I never would have put the two and two together until you said it, but now that you say it, I cannot hear it. Yeah, you cannot hear it because it's the same sound. Like the same sound effects house uh, did it. Also, um, the the house uh, that they use still exists. It is 197 Hume Avenue in Astoria, Oregon. And in 2019, is that the same, that the same one that they use for Goonies? Uh, it is. Uh, it is the same, the exact same town. Where they filmed Goonies and Kindergarten Cop, as a matter of fact, in 2019 <laughs> it sold for three hundred and forty thousand dollars, mostly because Ali Sheedy was in it. It should have been sold for two dollars. Two dollars. That is still your favorite movie, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Okay, and <laughs> two dollars. I'd have never picked that one. So, but um, also they made uh, three interchangeable heads that were built for uh, Johnny Five, which the expressions could actually work, and they just kind of rotated them. I know. Everyone was, baby. Everyone was in tears. Uh, so the, uh, the well, that was kind of like the E.T. moment. Yeah, exactly. E. So he got home. Uh, he went, Johnny Five was 250 pounds and he cost $1.4 million of the movie's $15 million budget to create. So Dang. he was. A good chunk of the budget. They're probably left with two dollars. <laughs> no, actually, I think it did really, really well. And More hold on, talk about. No, well, yeah, it did. Um, talk amongst yourselves, but I will look up how much the movie did. But it was it, they. It made money, a lot of money. More than two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More than two dollars. Say two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> Love those paper boys. What was the last movie when they came back as paper boys? Uh, that one was One Crazy the, the, Summer. Yeah, okay, the, the, so. The scouts. So, Short Circuit cost $15 million to make, but in the theater, and again, this is $1986, made 40 So, that's not bad. Uh, let's see here. $40, 40 million, and I'm not sure exactly how that's. Um, forty million dollars in nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Oh, not twenty nine. Hold on. Uh, nineteen eighty six. This is fantastic radio. Uh, in today's dollars. Uh, adjusted. That's about a hundred mil. It's about a hundred eight mil. Uh, if you if you which is it, which is cheap for a movie these days. Well, it's well. The uh, the amount. No, 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 that's how much they made. That's how much they made. Okay, no, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It did really good. It cost fifteen. They made forty, and so they they made it a franchise and came out with the second one in <gasps> nineteen. Yeah, in nineteen eighty eight. Yep. It was that one was so bad. <laughs> and it was I didn't my, put it, that one on the list for a reason. Oh, it was my favorite. I loved it. 
I loved Shmally it. Two? Yeah. Shmally? Oh no, there is a, a there, sequel. There is a Short Circuit Two. It, there is a sequel. It is fantastically bad. I always loved it. Is it worse than Howard the Duck? No, nothing is worse than no. Howard the Duck. <laughs> if if Leah Thompson can't save a movie, it's it's bad. All right. If Leah Thompson in lingerie. She both have sprinkles with a duck. Yeah, she she basically almost had sprinkles with a duck to try and sell. And it's by the way still her favorite movie. She loves <laughs> that movie. She kept the guitar from it. She, I mean, she loved that movie. She wants to get a second one made. I'm not kidding. Laws will get me like I'm out of my it's mind. What's wrong with her? She loved doing the she movie. Probably thought I'd do it with the it duck. It was it was her favorite. That's Donald Duck's sister right there. <laughs> Can we talk about the one piece of actually worthwhile comedic writing that they did have, and that was Fisher Stevens as an Indian man? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He reminded me of, of from Raj from Big Bang Theory. Uh, it was it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> they even it run away? I enjoyed repeatedly throwing you to the ground. <laughs> Going to scream and run away? Yeah. <laughs> ah! uh, it was... Uh, Look, he played it brilliantly. I know they didn't they couldn't have given him a lot in the script for this. I mean they, they really couldn't have. He did the best he could. Um even Steve Gutenberg was in there. Where are you from anyway? America. <laughs> Pittsburgh. That's Bakersfield. Oh, originally? <laughs> Pittsburgh. Um it's the the movie itself I think was one of those B movies that Everybody thought, you know, and they used to do this in the 80s, right? Like, hey, let's make a B-movie and we'll do something kind of cool. We'll get Steve Gutenberg and Alice Sheedy and they'll they'll punch it through. And they really did. And um, I mean, it could have gotten a lot worse, you know. But but they did that kind of thing back then. Well, right? I mean, you at that point in time, you could basically throw Steve Gutenberg into Anything. any cheesy comedic movie. And he'd do his thing and... You'd you'd end up with something that would at least wouldn't lose money. My favorite Steve Gutenberg movie, and I recommend anyone listening to this who's over Kayla's age uh, mm. to go and watch this. It's High Spirits. Have you ever seen it? Uh, it's been a very very long time. Uh, fantastic. It's, it's not a movie I've gone back to. Oh my God, Steve Gutenberg, Daryl Hannah. It's it is probably. Um, Beverly D'Angelo and uh, uh, Guaygon Jin. I'm just like who? <laughs> In fact, I think ba- it's basically basically both of the um, notoriously attractive blondes from the '80s. Yes. Um, and it is that you both had a crush on both of them? No, you know I was a big Daryl Hannah fan. Now I'm probably more apt to go with Beverly D'Angelo because I know she's dirtier. Um, if I can get Daryl Hannah from Kill Bill. Okay, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that would be the, with the eye patch. Eye patch or sans eye patch, sir? Uh, no, with the eye patch and, yeah. and and whistling that tune, preferably in the nurse's uniform. Exactly. Uh, but a fantastic movie with Steve. This is my favorite Peter O'Toole favorite favorite Steve Gutenberg movie. Period. But um, they they did the best they could with this, and now you have a little bitty robot. Or, well, not a little bitty, but but a robot running around Oregon, which, you know, I know it's pretty cheesy now. Uh, back no, then, it's not. It, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. Don't disrespect Schmally. <laughs> what did you like about it? His name. That's not his name. Oh, yes. It's, it's, it's not. I legally changed it. 
Did you know? It is all now schmally. All right. It, My favorite part is when he came back in the truck. <laughs> when he came back in, oh, when he came back, oh, like when he from, was hiding from, out yeah. from getting blown also, up. Also, um, I liked when he was um, like re- like reaching in the bowl for the goldfish. <laughs> don't touch! Don't touch! Yeah, she. Forward. She... <laughs> for, for, forward. 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 Yeah, you, you, you didn't Input. go for uh, robotic Input. disco dancing. I loved robotic disco. Like, like for me, it was always a surprise that she was going to stay with Steve Gutenberg because, like, like Johnny did all the pulling, right? He danced with her. He protected Johnny? her. The, he <gasps> what? Schmally has ribs. Yeah, but but yes, we're we're several years away from with this movie from being ready and able to go that direction. The closest thing you had were horror movies like Demon Seed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know or, or the, and these days, really, the closest you get to it is not quite horror movies, but thrillers like, um, uh, oh, Scream. geez, Ex Machina. Mm. You know, I'd say the closest modern day version to this movie was Chappie. Kind of. And, and and once again, not exactly a happy movie. Not uh, not a happy movie. Not a feel good flick. Uh, probably don't bring the kids to it. Uh, but but but, but you're close. actually correct. The storyline is actually quite similar. It's very close, right? Robot comes alive. Robot does good. Robot escapes evil humans. Robot makes everybody's life better. If you think about it that way, Wally's really close. The the thing about Wally is everyone who touched Wally. I used to uh, podcast with uh, on another show and everything. We reviewed Wally at that point, and I didn't agree with my co-host on a lot of things. But he said this, and I will I will never forget it because he was absolutely one hundred percent right. Everything in Wally, every person Wally touched, everything, every person whose life he touched, he made better. That's that's what Wally Wally's did. just that good. He is. He's just that good, and he's and he and he's built to help people. Wally is friend shaped. He he just is, and there is no one whose life he touched who was not improved by meeting him. Um, Johnny Five, not the same way. <laughs> I mean... Or Chappie, no less. Or Chappie, yeah, Chappie killed a lot of folks. Okay. <laughs> Like Oopsies. There was, yeah, there was a lot of death and distraction going along with Chappie. Um, yeah, a little, little whoopsie. Um, but um, but, done that. but there's there's a lot in in this one that seemed almost plausible in the '80s that you look back on it now and you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, it was happen. a you know they did real life effects though. These were real practical effects, except for the laser stuff. The real practical effects. They really did make a, a did robot. They have, did they have access to worthwhile CGI at that point in time, though? No, not really. Not really. I mean, you, I mean, I mean, well, I mean think about geez, it. I almost did it again. Johnny Five had to be either, you know, a combination of animatronic remote control and puppetry. He was. CJ. Yeah, he was. Instead of just trying not to call him Wally, let's just call him Schmally. No, we're not calling yes, him Wally. And we're not calling him Schmally. His name is legally changed to Schmally now. It's not. When he gets his driver's license, because he... It's just not. When he gets his driver's license... He gets a driver's... In fact, he gets... Uh, 
I'll spoil. I'll spoil it for you. He gets citizenship. He becomes a lot. Wait, so I'm stealing his wallet, taking out his driver's license. You're not. Plus, a, he his name we're not doing Charlie. identity theft on on Johnny Five. No, wait, no, no. Nope. I'm gonna take it out of his wallet. He literally becomes and a then person. Crash out. Freaking Johnny Five, right, Schmally. No, and then shove it back in his wallet and say, "Go forth." No, we're not doing that. You're he's, not. He's, I am. He's self-actualized as Johnny Five. He identifies as Johnny Five. Leave that poor robot alone. I'm just trying can, to can, make his. Can, can we talk about Mr. Warmonger? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Warmonger. Uh, <laughs> that, that that actually was one of the best jokes in the movie. <laughs> can I talk to one of your head warmongers, uh, Mr. Warmonger? <laughs> Okay, just go back to like building nuclear weapons or whatever it is you do. And he actually does turn out to be a decent guy at the end of the movie. He does. You know, like he seems like a, a dick and then, you know, he does the the gun in his face and he's like, "You're not going to shoot." I know. Like you're a scientist. And that's back when scientist was like a good thing. Uh, sure. Like you're a scientist. He's like, "I've been a scientist forever. I'm I a businessman." Science. Yeah, I am science. You know, break faith with me is to break faith with science. Where is she? You know? <laughs> but, Aliens. But he, he, uh, Howard actually turns out to be, you know, an okay guy. He's just... So time, J.B. He's Hope. just lost a lot of money, and he's lost some government contracts, and he's got to rebuild his business, and he's pretty pissed off about it. So when Captain Harris, uh, Scrotum, goes out and and blows up his, his millions of dollars worth of stuff... He's like, you just sunk millions of dollars of research and you're happy about it. Why don't you go do your job someplace else? <laughs> Please, just go. I'm like, how's your back, Howard? <laughs> oh, just hunky-dory. <laughs> so I had some arrest warrants for you guys. He's an all right dude. He's just kind of a dick. And that's okay. He's a booty hole. He's a booty cheek. He is. But well, I, the, I, the best way to put him is this, he's not a bad guy. His priorities are just not quite in the right Right, he's order. not Scroder. Right, Scroder. Is he's he's the kind of the the villain of the piece. Um, Howard's just kind of the almost villain. Uh, he's not really a bad guy, but he's not really a good one either. And he turns out to be like Jake is saying. He turns out to be a decent dude. Can we do emails? Kayla. Hi. No. <laughs> right here. Kayla. Hi. <sighs> Fine. Yeah. All right. So yuppics. Dang, this is a long email. Uh, a little bit. So Yepix writes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did she say it was a long email or that Yepix sends a lot of email? No, long email. Okay. Hey, La and her backup dancers. See what you've done. I am See just what you've the done? greatest. I am, I am just that good. It's a wonder your head fits through the door. All right. <laughs> hey, La and her backup dancers that hopefully no one will ever have to be subjugated to seeing. Since you guys didn't talk about the movie much last time, I thought I would send an email to tease you guys a bit. Sadly, I yeah. couldn't think of anything for Jake. <laughs> but honestly, I think he suffers enough having to deal with Sean and his sprinkles bar- bragging and one percenter problems. <laughs> so let's get on with it. <laughs> you want to laugh? I'm not going to comment on that one. You want to laugh, Law? <laughs> Tell them what I did for you. Tell them what I did about One Crazy Summer and and Better Off Dead. What did I get you? Breaking? Nope. You forgot already? Should I go in there? Oh, and- the Oh, did you find her, the bear? I found it. I have a little oh, now, bear. Now, now see, why well, you should... That, that's one of those, like, really cool dad moments. I have 
two of them. So I gave her. I need more. I couldn't find a bear by itself. So I'm like, crap. But I did find the bear, but he only came in a pack of six. And I'm like, crap, I got to order six of these damn bears. So I had to order six bears. Who got the other four? So, well, I took, uh, I gave one to uh, our youngest. And then you should have given one of those bears to Lauren when she was over here staying the night. crap, I forgot. (laughs) You just wanted to keep the bear, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So... I had to buy a pack of six bears, but I did find the bears, and then we had a little ribbon that, or a little red ribbon that she tied around in. So she now has the bear from One Crazy Summer and Better Off Dead. She has the bear because I went and found it. Um, so, uh, Yepix writes, which you're welcome, La. Dad is awesome. Gold stars. Gold stars. That's damn right. Gold stars, Dad. Wait, woohoo! High five! Way to go, Dad! Go stars! All right, I wasn't able to find better off dead teddy bear themed teddy bears for law, but maybe Sean can use his vast wealth to buy you one of these. And he sent a link and uh, the world's most famous Disney dolls. No haunted. Uh, no, no, like no. Uh, we're not buying haunted dolls. That's not. Oh, uh, why? That's not happening. So not happening. Uh, so no, we're not doing that. Haunted Disney dolls, no. Uh, he also writes, as time goes on, we're finding just how much of a sneaker snob Kayla is. <laughs> so for fun, I attached a link to a shirt Kayla would should wear and a picture of my shoes to be judged for the entertainment of your three or so <laughs> listeners. Now, these are Yepix shoes. They're so crusty! They are Brooks. <laughs> Would you be? Would you What's stop being mean? Brooks. Brooks makes actually a rather impressively high-end <laughs> uh, running shoe. I'm sad, laughing so hard. I'm crying. No, oh, would you so stop crusty. being mean? I'm going to send them, them to Jake the in the chat. No, put like, them in the wash. He uses put those them in shoes. The put them in the wash. No. Okay. Now, now she's right. They may need to be cleaned. Yeah, they do need to be cleaned. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with Brooks. There's yeah, a fine shoe. Zoom in on those. What's the matter with them? <laughs> I mean, they they probably, they're a little dirty, but what? No. You are such a shoe snob. He asked, are, me, to, he asked me to comment on them, and that's what I'm doing. You are such Why? a sneakerhead. Why? Because he wants stuff on his feet. What are those? I guarantee you, when you're out on your own, and it's a choice between having ramen and shoes, you will pick the food and buy cheap shoes. I oh. guarantee you. I guarantee you. Unless you find somebody who supports your quote-unquote lifestyle, you're going to be buying cheap shoes like the rest of us. And they will get old and ratty because you do not have money or want to spend are not exactly cheap. No, they're not. He probably paid 80 to $100 for those because they're not cheap. They're actually a decent running shoe. Ha-ha! Yeah, what's up? Didn't know that. Did ya? Did ya? I didn't have to know that they were goofy. You're just mean-spirited. You're it's such okay. a sneaker snob. It's All right. okay. He asked me to look at them, <laughs> so I did. Such a sneaker snob. So he sends this link to a shirt that says Stop! sneaker snob. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And I think um, <laughs> I think it was Starpie who said he's going to uh, be sending you a Burger King shirt as well. Oh. So there's, there's that. Oh, but my God. You got the sneaker snob shirt. Sneaker snob shirt. I cannot say that fast. English, Dad. English. I know. I'm working on it. And then, 
<laughs> then you got your better off dead teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, because dad's awesome. Oh, that's I'm just so that, bad you are. I'm just that cool. Sean and Jake, I'm really jealous of Kayla's metabolism to eat pretty much anything and everything that is unhealthy and totally be fine. Yeah, I got to coax it right in front of me. Uh, but looking back, when I was her age, I was the same way. As soon as I turned 18, got older from there, uh, the more eating unhealthy didn't agree with me. And now, a year and a couple of months after my gastric bypass, my diet has completely changed. I can't eat a candy bar without feeling unwell. I pay for my gluttony. Oh, yeah, they, they took out the sugar processing part of <laughs> intestine. Yeah, no kidding. I pay for my gluttony almost immediately. And if Kayla, uh, and, or if Kayla and probably you guys too suddenly switch to my diet, you'd probably feel like you're dying. Um, yeah. Kayla has my metabolism, I'm afraid, and it's really annoying to Shannon. I can eat pretty much whatever the hell I want. Yeah, and you can eat two I stay within the same 10 pounds, and that's just I've always been that way. Um, well, I mean, in comparison, I am a 300-pound man who has quite happily accepted the fact that he is a 300-pound <laughs> man because every time he's tried to alter his diet, has found out that he is completely miserable and just went, hell with it, I'm going to run with being a fat guy. Screw it. <laughs> it's fine. I, which is which is always funny because every time because the exact weight that I am is the exact weight that beef accuses you of being every time he wonders whether or not you got fat. <laughs> so so it's kind of one of those things like hey hey I, I am three hundred pounds. What the hell? And of course, you know beef and beef who has probably like a pound and a half of extra fat on him somewhere I'm sure, but I you know like no one's been able to find it. Um, I have a healthy 10 to, to 12 pounds that I could lose, but I'm not going to. I've weighed 185 to 190 pounds since I got out of college. That's just what Are I weigh. Are there whatchamacallits stubbed in your sock army drawer? Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I sent a picture of my sock drawer to Jake and Star Pie. No, and no, I, have, I have to admit it wasn't excessive. It wasn't excessive. It's not. It's a regular freaking sock drawer. It just Dad, has socks Dad. in it. What? Dad. What? Be for real. I am being for real. It was not it, Jake. As arbiter of for real, was it excessive? Uh, uh, no, it, it wasn't excessive. Now, was it where what I would call organized with a capital O? Yes, but it wasn't excessive. It wasn't like you had like. Uh, you remember the scene from Look Who's Talking where the guy's going, um, you have school socks mixed in with after school socks. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was organized. Dad, it's so goofy, though. It's organized. My I have on my floor. Hey, hey oh, well, uh, look, I, I, I go a, a completely different direction. All of my socks are the exact same socks, and I just pour them into the drawer <laughs> without, you know, having to put them each in two uh, sock intervals together. Because if I grab two socks out of that drawer, they are going to match. They are going to match. I can understand that. I respect that. Uh, it's fine. White socks or black socks? They're they're black socks. I tend to wear um, black uh, ankle socks. Fancy right. socks. Ho ho. Ho ho. See, we men pick what we're going to wear, and that's well, pretty much it for the rest of our days. I, I have to I have to wear a, an actual business suit attire only for weddings and funerals. So I have like one pair of dress socks. See, I have several pairs of dress socks. They are at 
They are are segregated. Now I have more dress socks now because I have uh, Star Pie genius that he is has sent me super a genius has sent me Star Wars Wars socks. socks. So I have Stormtrooper and Darth Vader socks now, which are freaking awesome. So uh, thank you to Star Pie. And uh, see, adding to my sock armyage. But it is, uh, it's the, so my sock drawer. Sock my sock drawer is so not you bad. Made it the sock army? It's not a sock army. You said sock armyage. So, so, so you made it the sock army. <laughs> you know, you suck. All right. It's all right. It gives me character. So you made it the sock army. I don't like your face right now. <laughs> my face is your face. <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm going to quote mm. Harvey Keitel. Being a character does not mean you have character. Uh-huh. <laughs> See. My face is your face. Yes, actually, <laughs> that is true. She is a <laughs> she is a small girl body of me. Um, that's pretty much it. Which means, <laughs> my darling dear, you're going to have all kinds of... Let me introduce you to kidney problems later on in life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I know you got this metabolism means I know you're going to have the same problems I do. ha, ha, ha. It's gonna suck. Is Don't my, get used to caffeine. That's all I'm saying. Is my hairline gonna recede? Yes. <laughs> actually, yes. Yes. Actually, yes. Oh. And thin out. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to our life. You probably won't have a bald spot in the back, but yeah, yeah, it'll thin out. Well, and yeah, but, but, see, but see, but see, females have an easier time with that. She can just let her hair grow out long and put in a ponytail. Oh yeah, and she can put fine. extensions. You know, she can when, do anything. When, when when guys try to do that, they just look even older. Yeah, they just look weird, or like you're trying, you know. And then, but it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to face female ridicule, so you just don't bother trying. You're just like, ah, oh, screw it, whatever, you know. Yeah, read the second email. All right, uh, no, it's we're not done with this one. And lastly, when Nani buys Kayla her GP trucky, or however she says it, I forgot. Maybe you can put on a car decal or, or a car decal to embarrass Kayla that says, I do a podcast or my dad is a famous podcaster. That is absolutely a fantastic that is, idea. That is, well, that is okay. Have, have you shown Kayla Star Pie's addition to the GP Truckee ideas? Yes. Oh, uh, hold on. Lord, yeah. Guys. No, see, I was showing her the GP. Star Pie sent a, uh, a number of cool GP Truckee tattoos. <laughs> Uh, that it looks uh, like a we chat can. Booty hole. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be great, Law. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna have to explain to people. It looks like a booty hole. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> it looks great. You're gonna love your GP trucky. That's if you love it so much, you can have the Jeep truck, and I can take your truck. You're not getting my Tacoma. I'm stealing your truck. You are not stealing my Robbery. truck. Robbery. No, not robbery. robbery. No, you're going to get this fine GP truck. I'm going to stay out of this conversation, considering the fact that my daughter did, in fact, steal my car. (laughs) They do 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 that, don't they? I I told her that she could use the vehicle when I wasn't using it because (laughs) of the simple fact that I wasn't going to purchase her a car. I come outside one day, and there's stuffed animals all across the dashboard. There's a rainbow steering wheel cover. There's dice hanging from the mirror, and it's like little wanna, shit stole my car. I don't want to drive that now. That's I'm putting Care Bears on the dashboard. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you will find them in the driveway. It is not happening. You are not stealing my taco. It is not happening. Your taco? Yeah. Cover up the last two letters of Tacoma, and it spells taco. You old man. Just saying. That's what they're called. 
But you you can't have my Tacoma. That I'm is a beautiful your truck. Taco. You are not. You are getting a Jeepy Trucky. It's going to be awesome. I'll even. This is a one-time offer law. I will even line the dashboard with ducks. Just for you. They have to be Care Bear ducks. What, what about the Burger King wrap? Oh, hell Jake, yeah. Jake, shut up. Yeah, we're totally doing Jake, Burger King wrap. And across the tailgate will be, will be an entire just mural of 80s cheese movie review. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh. The, um, the uh, spare tire on the back, can you have it wrapped this so it looks like a Whopper? Oh, my God. Jake, shut up. That is... <laughs> Stop giving him ideas, Jake. Genius. What are you doing? It's genius. You're going to have a burger. You're going to have a rolling like billboard. My tires are going to be hamburgers. Oh, my God. You're going to... We're going to get you... I'm going to paint the wheel, the rims like hamburger buns and just like do little dots of paint to make sesame seeds. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I don't like y'all. You're going to be... It's going to be great. You're gonna go. You're gonna, We're gonna name instead of Rubicon on the side. It's gonna say BK Special. It's gonna be crazy. I'm special. <laughs> oh, you're some kind of special, all right. Ah! <laughs> you are gonna. It's gonna be great, okay, law. Wait, wait, what's that link right there above the crusty shoes? It says view entire message. We've already read the entire message. All right, so <laughs> this one from uh, still being amazed by it all. He says uh, T writes. I will wait with great anticipation to hear what the thoughts are on Flash Gordon. I believe it to be Ooh, one of the is first. That on the list? I, I I don't know if that's on the list or not. I, I'm I'm checking as we speak. I believe it to be one of the first waves of in this cheese landslide. Twelve five nineteen eighty. Wait, who's this by? Who's this from? Uh, T. Um, just uh, said uh, still amazed by it all is his, is his handle, but it, it's T. So. And uh, honestly, Flash, oh, saved every one of us. It's a fantastic movie. You, I mean, uh, hey, you've got Freddie Mercury and Queen doing the uh, entire soundtrack. Yeah, that's that what I'm along. saying. I mean, like Queen, Freddie Mercury did the entire soundtrack for Flash Gordon Law, Ooh. just like uh, the Highlander. That was all Queen. Wait, I haven't done my song. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't Flash Gordon one of the attempts to capitalize off of uh, Star Wars popularity? Yes, yes. So they picked one that was kind of a classic um, radio drama, right? Um, and thought it would translate well. And honestly, Flash Gordon has never really translated well into modern era. Like it was a lot better in people's imagination than I think it was in modern day epics because it's not it doesn't, it doesn't I, you know i, I think it. that could be ripe for a remake but going but maybe taking the remake to like battlestar galactica wise or n- n- well see that's one direction you could go you could make it dark dark like well it was the first one to do that but but at the same time you could also go in with the with the design to make all the designs look like 1950s <laughs> rocket style spaceships but actually do it so that it's um animated and special affected well and that would actually look kind of cool i don't know what that would look like though because every time you try and make a 57 chevy something other than a 57 chevy it still looks well, like you're trying uh, well, to I'll, give, I'll give you an example chevy. i'll give you an example of what i mean by that the enterprise in strange new worlds 
All right, that's fair game. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's fair. Because if you remember what you're doing, in the process of doing that podcast, I was surprised that they managed to make the cheesy old Enterprise look cool. They did do that. They so did do doing, that, and I was doing surprised. the same thing with okay. the 1950s Flash Gordon style rocket ships. I think would be an interesting and fun. I'd who, watch that. Who are we talking about? <laughs> who? Oh, you'll see. I just added it to the list. Flash oh, no. Gordon was one of the original uh, before television law, and this is well before your time. Before TV, they basically had radio shows that were like a television episode or like an episode of, of whatever you're watching, only it was all audio only. So think of it like a podcast or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, radio. But, yeah, but with no visuals. So they would have to describe with sound effects and, and voiceover what was going on. So they'd normally have a narrator, and then they'd have the actual action, and then they'd have the... the meanwhile, over- back at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Um, they'd have that kind of stuff going on. And when they, when they did, it would be a, a serious, they called them radio serials or radio dramas. And, and Flash Gordon was a big one. And they, they had several of them back in the forties and everything like that, where everybody had a radio, but they didn't have a TV yet because TVs weren't invented. And even when they were, radio dramas were still a big deal. Well, I imagine when like the narrators, like the beginning of the dark crystal. Yes, there very much. World. Another world, another time. Right. Yeah, no, they were very serious about that. And Flash Gordon was a huge one. But every attempt I've seen that wasn't a comic book and wasn't an original radio serial or serial drama kind of didn't split, like though. it works better in your imagination, in my personal opinion, for all the attempts for Flash Gordon that I have seen. Some of them were fantastically uh, cheesy, but kind of had a charm to them, but they were never like Star Wars. Like, Star Wars was the first thing that that came out where they took it really seriously and really made an attempt to make something that was otherworldly. Most of the time, it was guys in rubber suits bouncing around. So the hot dogs to my ice pirates? Yes, very much so. Most of the time it came out like Ice Pirates. Yes, it's exactly the Why same thing. Flash the Gordon, brain? Yeah, Flash Gordon and Ice Pirates came out roughly similar on the cheese factor. It was bad. Terrible. Um they they didn't they didn't exactly roll the same way as something like Star Wars. Even though they came out later, they didn't have the money, they didn't have the budget, they didn't have the imagination, and they didn't have the quality that that would take. So they would try and go campy, well, it, and it just they, didn't They also work. didn't have the innovation that George Lucas had. I mean... You could say a lot of things, but he was very ahead of his time well, that way. Most of the special effects and ways of doing things, he invented as he was doing them. Very true. Industrial Light and Magic, which is the industry standard now, was created because of Star Wars. So, um, which I don't think ILM had anything to do <laughs> with Short Circuit. Uh, oh, although no. they did a great job. I mean, if you if you think about what they did, they did a great job because at least the puppeteering and the remotes, uh, robots and stuff looked decent. I mean, it doesn't really hold up to today, but they were practical effects. Right. Like Johnny Five was a thing. They were interacting with him. It wasn't green screening. It wasn't anything. When Ali Sheedy held onto his neck or gave him a kiss, she really did. 
attractive schmally. It wasn't like he was, she was kissing a tennis ball. Right. No, it was like they weren't. It wasn't Roger Rabbit where, you know, they were trying to interact and they were just trying to react to it. She really was interacting with the robot. And for that, I give her a ton of credit. I really do. She did a great job. Both her and Steve Gutenberg did a really good job of interacting with Johnny Five. Like when Steve Gutenberg is telling a joke with him and, and, and stuff and trying to figure out when he's alive and, and all that. Like they do a good job of of making him real. And that was far and above. At that time, in 86, which if you think about it, Tron came out in what, 84? You know, something like that. Uh that's a that's a hell of a long way with practical effects in a real lifetime. Oh. Also, I have to say, other than the and I have a soft spot, I always have had a soft spot for this in my heart. Um, not even the Firebird; it was the Chevy Astrovan. There was it was peeking oh, out in the back. Oh yeah, I loved those vans. I freaking loved them. La, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> nope. <laughs> The What's Chevy Astrovan was the non-minivan minivan. It was awesome. It's like the non-non-car? Yes. Um, Chevy Astrovan. What's our next movie? Stop. Wait. You're uh, going to look at an Astrovan because they're amazing. Okay. Nobody likes these but me, but uh, they could. They were really Ew, cool. Ew, what is that? Oh, no. They were cool, man. No, stop lying to yourself. No, man. they no, no, could no, be cool. They lied to you. That, that, was, that was the mom-mobile of the age. Yeah, it was awesome, Dad, man. Dad, what is that? It looks like something Nana would have. I liked them. Kidnapper vans. Those are kidnapper vans. No, they look like little mini-18 no, vans. they're kidnapper vans. They're super vans. cool. Those are the vans that you kidnap little kids in. Oh, I always wanted one. Want some candy? <laughs> Like they're, I mean, they're cool. You want to see my puppies? No. <laughs> I promise I have some. <laughs> Your mommy doesn't love you. <laughs> I love these things, Come man. Come back to my house. I have a trampoline. Would you stop? They're kidnapper fans. Look at them. They're cool. Oh, the carpet on the windows. I hate the light because I'm a vampire. <sighs> you say such mean things, Law. Like, but here. they're true. No. Yes, they are. It's an awesome oh, van. It was. Rope? Oh. It was what? <laughs> I'm a construction worker. Here, I'll send Jake what I'm no, talking No, construction about. workers didn't actually buy those. No, it was mostly soccer moms, but they were oh, yeah. really, yeah. I mean, you Why remember the type. Um, because you could pack kids into that like there was no yeah, tomorrow. Oh so my kid gosh. kidnappers. So kid kidnappers. I mean, they they got really cool. Like if you walk in alone at night and that pulls up, I'll throw a run. The Chevy Astro van was like seriously like. I always, I always wanted one. I always wanted one. If I, if I had, if I collected cars like I do guns, I would have Wait, a Chevy up, Astro scroll van. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. What? Scroll up more. What? See that white one? This one. Yeah. No, that kidnapper is kidnapper van. No, that is Kid, a kidnapper van. Yeah. Without window. No, send he knows. It to Jake. He drives one for crying out loud. <laughs> he knows what they look like. Unfortunately, Jake, I do drive uh, a windowless white van for work. <laughs> Do you have Asics in a white kidnapper van? Come on, Jake. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's actually true. Accurate, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're they're badass. I loved seeing it. I was like, oh, man, it's Chevy Astro van. Those things are so cool. Do you have boxes in the back of your truck? Of course. Do I have boxes? Yeah, like cardboard boxes? No, I have lasers. See? Pew pew. Well, not quite that, but it's it's a little more anticlimactic than that. But <laughs> y- y- yeah, Jake, 
Saved every one of us. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Yes, from excessive body hair, I saved everyone. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Jay from State Farm? <laughs> He's never heard that joke, Law. Uh, but no, I, I, I always loved that car. I, I thought it was a neat van. I always... I, Dad, I had a, stop. But it was, to it yourself. Was cool. I'm not lying to myself. I'm being completely honest. Who would joke around about loving a Chevy Astro van? Not me. Kidnappers. Like, that's not a thing you do. It's that's freaking what kid, that's sweet. What the, that's what the kidnappers do. No, it's not. It's it's freaking Dad, it's awesome. Lying. Those it are is. kidnapper cars. It's well. They're going to pull up a statue and run away. Maybe beep, a little bit. Yeah, right. I know. But, but still... Very beep, cool. Beep. I always loved it. Pull but up, pull up. Uh, there, there was a an excessive amount of GMC and Chevy. Oh, Obviously, oh, they got wait, the sponsorship. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have there's this one thing that we have to. Um, was was there or was there not a kidnapping? Yes, there oh, was. Yes, but it, there was they a kidnapped, kidnapped uh, Steve Gutenberg. They st- they kidnapped Steve Gutenberg. They kidnapped uh, Ali Sheedy for Schmally, a little bit. They kidnapped Schmally. They kidnapped Schmally for a little bit. Yeah, you called him Schmally. I did just to shut you up. Didn't work. Say it again. No. And then, uh, so yes, no, there was there was kidnappings. Uh, there was like at least three. So yeah, kidnappings in the last movie. Uh, one crazy summer. No, no kidnappings. Uh, you sure? Better off dead had no kidnappings either. If you guys remember a kidnapping, a better off dead or create one crazy summer, please let us know. But uh, the kidnapping count for this movie, yeah, the kidnapping countdown for this movie was at least three. So yes, there was there was kidnappings in this one. But to close out, what is with the eighties? Law. Oh, oh. we got to rate this movie: one being best, ten being super cheesy. What do you give Short Circuit Law? Schmally. (laughs) Schmally. What do you got? Um. So like a ten is. Bad? bad. One is best. Ten is bad. Ten is smelly cheese. One is like cheese you would put a on four. your sandwich. A four. All right. Well, that's it's not, not that bad. bad. It's not that bad. She did uh, this one. Did pretty good. This one pretty. It's not oh, better it's... off dead, which is your oh. dead level favorite. Yeah. And one crazy summer. Those because, two because like are are like number one in Walt Law's heart. The Baron Lane. Yeah, the Baron Lane. Yeah, she thought Lane was pretty cute too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she made a little he gesture, a little teenage he. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, thank you guys for uh, hanging out. That was at with least... me and the backup dancers. Would you stop playing with your microphone? It's sound effects. It's not sound effects. Sound you do. Noise. Yeah, it's foley. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> all right. So, thank you guys for hanging out. With me and my backup dancers. With Law and her backup dancers. It's Molly. And Johnny Fine. Schmally. Yeah, you already rated it. I don't have to call him Schmally anymore. You do, Schmally. Do you want to see the second one? Yeah. Then Johnny Schmally Five two? it is. No. Schmally Two? Sha- Schmally Two Electric What's Boogaloo. Um, the next one is Flight of the Navigator, and that one I think if we can manage it, we're going to be doing with Beef. Oh! As well. Because he wanted to do it's one of his favorite movies from the 80s. Well, Beef better get on here then. <laughs> he will. We just got to do it on a day that he is available. And he's got a wedding or birthday or something like that next week. So maybe the week after that. Oh, so. my God. An event that Jake can wear his fetchy dress socks to. <laughs> I wasn't invited to the wedding? I don't think he's going to a I wedding don't... in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But Jake lives a little Jake, far from Jake Wisconsin. Jake show up in his fancy socks. I don't think you... Do you uh, have a good grasp on, on 
Geography? Do you know where Delaware is? How close is it to Wisconsin? Um, I don't know. Del- Delaware. Wait, did yeah. you live in Delaware? Delaware. Yes, unfortunately I do. <laughs> Look, we're in Delaware. It was one of my favorite parts of freaking <laughs> Wayne's World. We're in Delaware. <laughs> we're in deeper the heart of Texas. Would you stop it in your mic? Big adventure. Damn it, girl. All right, so thank you guys. If you want to email us, it's 80s Cheese Movie Review at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out with Law. And her backup dancer, such Molly. You know, you make me older every time I do this. All right, so <laughs> next time it's going to be Flight of the Navigator, hopefully with our friend Beef to, to go in and back us up. And uh, be another, apparently, backup dancer to Law. Oh, and, God, uh, I have three backup dancers now. Oh, you're going to be, it's going to be great, Hold Law. Law. I'm not, I thought I'd have a whole band by the end of this. Backup dancers are not a band. They don't play, <laughs> they backup dancers, be. by definition, dance, not play instruments. They can do both. It's called show choir. <sighs> you make my brain hurt. All right, so, <laughs> we love you guys. We will see you next time. On behalf of your cheesy 80s movie crew, Jake, Kayla, and myself, thank you for listening and thank you for downloading. You can find more of this cast on cheesy80smovies.podbean.com and as always, don't slap pandas. We can start now. As soon as you're done with your mic, Your Majesty, are you done moving that around now? You you forgot Your Majesty, but yes. I'm coming over there. It's okay. <laughs> this chair's not big enough for both of us. This chair's not big enough. <laughs> you know, you better be damn well glad you're so adorable. I know, right? I know, right? Yeah, no, it's it's bad. Well, I've actually made that statement before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're lucky. You're cute. You are so lucky. <laughs> because it's... I have, I have also used the, uh, the unfortunately from Bill Cosby line. I brought you in this world. I take you out. Makes no difference to me. If I'll make another one look just like you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. One, she's very cute. Yeah. But yeah. she's also very annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She, she's she's thirteen. She is. She is. I won't need the chair. Here, look. See that? See these? The pinchy fingers of doom? See, See those? See the law deflection. The <laughs> law. Uh, rubber band's on the other claw now. Yeah. <laughs> now the rubber band's on the other claw. The claw. The claw. All right. Can you start now? So, yes, and we're not doing email first, so don't what? even bother asking. What the hell? No. Mm-mm. What the hell? Uh-huh. Uh-huh.